Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox Podcast. Today we're talking about your team and if you're in a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox Podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage worship leaders and teams in practical components of local church leadership. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it's helpful for you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at worshipleadertoolbox.com, and we'd also be honored to have you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Heading now to today's episode with Tim Price. Mindset is a book by Carol Dweck, a really interesting read, and the point behind her theory is that some people are wired to accept a challenge just for the sake of learning. These type of people have a growth mindset. The challenge, whether they are successful or not with it, will help them, if nothing else, learn, and in many ways, they may even enjoy it. The fixed mindset, on the other hand, doesn't want to experience failure. They would rather stick with something they know and do well in order not to be labeled a failure. In fact, they will choose less less challenging paths so they can continue to support their own notion of being good at whatever it is. A person with a fixed mindset would rather not take a risk at all than to look like a failure to the outside world. And we're going to spend some time on this today, and I'm glad you're able to join me, Clint. How is it going? It's going good. It's a beautiful day outside, and uh, glad to be here talking to you, Tim. Yep. The Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, um, depending on when you hear this episode, we're coming up on basically a year of oh, yeah. having done podcasts on a regular basis. We had one lone podcast dangling out there for a while trying to get <laughs> the thing rolling, and then we, we finally did. So we appreciate everybody who has joined us and have been a part of this journey. So we thought we could talk today about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And I just described the two different things, and um, I just wonder if you have any thoughts about that, this idea of fixed feeling like you don't want to try new things so that you can stay successful yeah. and growth being willing to try new things, have the confidence to do that, knowing that at some point, if you stick with what you've always done, you'll be stale. Yeah. And that really is big for worship ministry, I think. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think there's, uh, there's two different things that you can, um, uh, look at is first, you know, um, is, is you, you have, those two mindsets, school of thoughts and, and the people in your team and the people of your, your congregation and also like the people who are, you know, making like executive decisions at your church. So it's not just, uh, like a single person, like thinking about this, it, it impacts everybody. Um, so that's the first one. Uh, but I personally, um, I personally fall under, you know, the growth. I think that like what you have is a great foundation where you're at. Uh, but if you're not, um, moving forward, if you're not like trying to push the limits to improve, uh, I mean, I hate to use this term like to perfection, but like, um, we really want to do the best that we can for Christ and for sharing the gospel and for, you know, having people, you know, come in the presence of God, especially if we're talking about worship. Right. And, uh, we actually talked about some of this in our previous podcast. What was that called? Do you remember? change your worship team culture with these simple steps. And, uh, in that we talked about little steps to like, you know, improve upon to, uh, get to that next step. And the greatest thing is, is, is I would rather see people try to improve or bring their best before before Christ and like stumble and fail than like, just, okay, this is what we can do. And we're just going to sit here and just do this. Cause as you said, you become stagnant and 
um, you know, people are drawn to like creativity and perfection. Um, I hate using yeah. that word perfection because nothing is ever perfect, but Christ, right? Well, but the, another word for it is just excellence, like doing, oh, doing the best that you, that's a good word. Excellence. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, those are, those are good thoughts and, um, it's kind of a ramble. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. The, <laughs> the best thing is to get a topic that just makes you sit and kind of like think out loud yeah. for a little bit. And hopefully people don't mind as they're listening. <laughs> we'll just think out loud until it hits 26 minutes and turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So worship teams could definitely fall into this category. Yep. So, yep. And I, I wonder if it's why worship leaders, what you're describing, sometimes stick with what they no worked years ago like mm. it's just like you lose confidence or it, it's it's kind of hard work to be in a growth mindset like to yeah. hey let's try this let's try this what are we going to do that's new so i wonder what it takes for um you know a group to grow in a growth mindset and so that's what our list is today yeah so. like we are going to move on to this list in a second uh but there's something so crucial also here uh you know what it takes is um it, it's hard to not move forward too fast, you know, um, you know, being in like the worship leader culture and like leading worship and singing and all that kind of stuff, you know, before a congregation hears a song once, how many times have you on your own rehearsed and practiced mm -hmm. it? And then how many times did you come together with your worship team to run through it before you played it? for that one Sunday. So like for us, you know, we, we hear a song probably a hundred plus times before the congregation here at one, hears it once. And I think we can get into the habit of like rushing through it because, um, there, I mean, I could list just in this last two years, like the handful of like I'm using air quotes on a non-visual medium, but like hit songs in the worship world that have like flown by too fast. And I think that like, they're like super awesome, you know, um, and like, what they're saying and what they mean for us as the people of God. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. You could bypass some things under, under the name of trying to continue to be creative. Yeah. And you miss out on, yeah. If you're just creative for creative sake, yeah, then, then that's not the goal. Like yeah. The goal isn't to be creative, but the goal is to be open to, you know, helping people connect on, yeah. this, on this level of, of reaching out. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'll, uh, be again, before we get to the list, you know, I think that the Great Commission is one of growth. Yeah, well, that's definitely true, and that's a good thought for. That kind of sums up what I was just saying. We're not trying to have a growth mindset for the sake of growing our ministries or you know doing something. It's really for this larger vision that we are trying to reach people. Yeah, and so that's where this yeah Great Commission, like follow me and become fishers of men. Yeah, that's like. That's what they're going to start doing. It's like an action like, yeah. to really do that. And those first disciples, they didn't even know they could do it or if it would work. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't even sure what the challenge even fully meant. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. And they were leaving so much behind, you know, and that's, that's what's yeah. so crazy. And, um, you know, another one, the parable of the talents, it's also yeah. a, a growth mindset parable, you know, yeah, it, that requires risk. Yeah. Right? The person just going. Yeah. So. I mean, you're taking something and you're, you're, you're putting it to work and you're ho and to bring increased increase. And like you said, it bring it's, there's risk there. And, um, you know, the one, you know, who was like punished by the master was the one that wouldn't risk it, uh, with, with, you know, wouldn't, you know, uh, put to work what he was given. Yeah. And then whenever he didn't do it, 
his one talent was taken away and given it to the person with 10 talents. Yeah. So like the one with a lot of talents got more. Yeah. My son was learning to, to ice skate. You know, he, he plays hockey now, but he was learning to ice skate and, um, he would, you know, get out there and he was kind of scared and he would, he would hold on to me or wanted to hold on to the sideboards, uh, because he couldn't really keep his balance and he would fall. And, um, and he would just do it like every 10 feet fall. Cause I mean, you're, you're skating on ice. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, but just like watching him fail, but like, encouraging him to get back up and do it you know he had the fall to learn to now he's at a point where he's like out there having fun playing hockey i mean he's five you know what yeah. i mean you know like if a five-year-old can learn from failure to do something awesome why can't we as like grown adults do the same thing that is definitely true and weird. it's harder for adults yeah it is this is weird yeah we get we get in our lanes right we get in our mm-hmm. ruts we should really get on topic here. <laughs> That's true. This is like eight podcasts. Oh, my on. goodness. <laughs> We're going places today. <laughs> uh, all right. So back to you, worship leaders. Where are you? You know, uh, does the challenge to try and learn and fail and to keep trying cause you to become like super stoked, as you can tell I am? Or, or does it like cause you to become stalled? Yeah. So this is the list. How can worship teams develop a growth mindset? And, um, whatever you'd like to throw in here, Clint is good. This is a, yeah, yeah. this is a list, um, inspired by this book. Obviously the, the Carol Dweck book, this isn't her stuff, but this is just some thoughts about breaking out of this fixed mindset. And the first one is to trust in God's power mm. and, um, people and, and really churches are terrible at estimating their own abilities and potential. And typically a growth mindset will be more accurate than a fixed mindset. I mean, with mm-hmm. God, all things are possible and there's potential that is, you know, way beyond any of our imaginations and the scripture says, and, um, and then just the fact that the Holy spirit is with us and that Jesus says, we're going to see greater things than this. And a whole host of, of things really probably our created mode is a growth mindset, mm-hmm. but we get into this fixed mindset. So, um, the best thing a church worship team can do is to trust God's power and the presence with them and trust that the Holy Spirit's at work and that Jesus is always with us and the the word of God's never going to fail. So that alone wants to sort of cause us to move to a growth mindset. And I don't know, maybe, I mean, trusting God's power, that's, that seems like a blog post podcast point you're supposed yeah. to stick in first, but man, what if you really did? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, um, like I was about to say trust in God, right? Like, wow, what a first point to go on because we could really just like continue talking on this. I mean, like, you know, God has like, there's nothing that we have in, in this life, um, with our ability, you know, the things we have around us, our finances, whatever it is, there's nothing that we've been given that is really ours. It's been given to us by God. So like God's trusted us with some pretty cool stuff in this world. Mm-hmm. And how can we not use those things and like have faith in God, uh, that he will multiply them. Right. Like, you know, that's yeah. what stewardship is all about. Yeah. I mean, stewardship, ah, it's a scary word. It's not just about our finances. It's about everything that we have and all of our abilities. So, so, so number two, uh, the church belongs to Jesus. Thankfully we don't own the church. It does belong to Jesus, but mm-hmm. what you just talked about was kind of point two. We are the stewards and the shepherds of the church, but it's ultimately God's. So in several different ways throughout scripture, Jesus teaches that um, those who do not bear fruit are cut off and, you know, that, that he's seeking people who are going to, you know, worship him in spirit and truth. But mm-hmm. then also for the people who are leading, 
that they would do their best and use the gifts God's given them. And so we need to have a growth mindset as we serve on behalf of Jesus and his kingdom. And I guess the freeing part is that the church belongs to Jesus. Um, the church has been going a long time, yeah. way before the modern church worship movement, way before the explosion of the internet and the songs and yeah. the instrumentation and all the production. And you strip all that away and get down to the you know common denominator, and we are all still in this church. Yeah. And Jesus started this whole new thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just unbelievable to think about. It's just trickled down so long. So yeah. that alone, a couple of these points maybe just help us um, – have a background of why a growth mindset is fine. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you can't hurt the church. Yeah. <laughs> Trying new things. Yeah, that's like, true. Maybe you can, but you're not going to demolish it. I don't think, I mean, it's just, you might as well just give it a try. Yeah. What if, what if it works? Yeah. And, and like the nice thing is, is like, you know, look where the church has come from. You know, you, you're talking about like, you know, this movement from the, the New Testament that like caused people to become persecuted and like meeting in catacombs, right? Uh-huh. You know, and sharing the gospel there. And like, wow, like if, if we didn't have growth mindsets, we'd still be uh, meeting in catacombs. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's pretty cool. Number three is put in the effort. I don't know if you listen, Clint, to the Craig Grishel podcast, Leadership, Craig Grishel from uh, Life Church, mm-hmm. but he always claims when the leader gets better, everyone wins. Everyone gets better. So a fixed mindset would say, you're all that you can be. You can't change. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just who you are. But a growth mindset is about believing that you can change. So becoming better basically requires some sort of action. It's going to require some hard work. It requires effort. And um, one of the things you can just do as a worship leader or a worship team member is just to decide that you're going to um, change your own mindset and that you're going to help your team and your congregation change your mindset too. So here's a good example. When I pull my guitar out to prepare for rehearsal or for Sunday morning, I play the same thing for like 24 to 36 months in a row. And then it'll slightly change to a different riff. Like the first thing you do when you pick up your guitar is a certain little riff that just you yeah. get stuck in this and you play it every single time. And, um, and that's just how you know, it's just like a fixed thing. Like yeah. you just can't hardly help that. But when you start thinking, hey, we're going to learn this new song or this new little riff or this new little part, and um, that's just a, that's just a, it takes effort to like do something new. Mm-hmm. And um, musicians know that probably better. You know, it's like so practical for yeah. musicians to to think about that. This isn't a commercial for products, but um, I got a Christmas gift of a Tonewood amp. It's oh, an yeah. acoustic guitar amp. You actually have to install a magnet inside your guitar and then hook this thing on the back and plug into it makes all kinds of cool sounds just from your guitar itself. And uh, I've I've played around with it a lot. I haven't actually put it into full-blown use, but I probably will at camps this summer or events yeah. we do. Just even taking that out of the package and putting in the effort to like learn something new. Yeah. Uh, that goes against my grain sometimes because I never consider myself a gadget guy. <laughs> and um, so that's just like one little example of putting in the time. And as you get better, everybody's going to win in that sense. I don't think there's anything more to be said about that one, about uh, putting in the effort. I, I think as musicians, we all know what it means to put in the effort because, you know, you know what the end result, end result's going to be. And um, thankfully, because of 2020 happening, it's all live streamed and it's out there for the world to see. So if you don't put in the effort, um, you know, as a musician, you're going to, everyone's going to see it. Yeah. And speaking of uh, commercials, this, this might be helpful. Somebody turned me on to a website called worshipartistry.com. Hmm. And, um, 
I probably have heard it somewhere, but I hadn't actually signed up for it until somebody opened their laptop at our church and said, Hey, check this out. This is awesome. And so worshipartistry.com, you can basically subscribe for a pretty small amount of money Mm -hmm. and you can log in and see bass tutorial, drum tutorial, keyboard, vocal, acoustic tutorials for all like five or 600 modern songs and just click on it. And there's little teachers on there just showing you how to do this groove or this riff or this line. Nice. And, um, we just now signed up for it and just now starting to share the link with people for particular songs. But uh, that's super awesome. Yeah. That's, that's that's one way to, and and there's a million others too, but that's just one way to put in the effort of learning something new. Yeah. Well, that's good. I know we just, uh, we just did a commercial right there, but we're going to pause for a brief moment uh, from our podcast to hear from our sponsors. And we'll be back in a moment. Hey, if you're in ministry, just like the rest of us, you know that you send a lot of emails every single day. You want to make that job easier? We want to invite you to give Constant Contact a try. This is how we send all of our emails for our blog posts and our podcast. And the cost is based upon how many email addresses are on your list. Visit worshipleadertoolbox.com slash Constant Contact and get a $75 credit just for signing up. We're halfway through uh, this list of, of how to develop a team for a growth mindset. Our first one was trust God, then the church belongs to Jesus. Number three was put in the effort, and here we are, the downhill slide. Number four, know you can change. Yeah, and um, any any thoughts on this are totally welcome, but uh in the worship ministry, and we've talked about this on several podcasts, and it's probably my take on it. Sometimes I get cynical about the culture of worship ministry mm-hmm. and just the, you know, the nature of up, 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 and up. And everybody, you know, you ask somebody what they do at their church, and they rattle off, "Oh, we do a little bit of Bethel, we do a little bit of elevation." It's like it's like that's their whole entire world. But your church uh, may not have those budgets or mm-hmm. those setups, or certainly don't have those particular leaders. Like they are stuck with you. Like you, are, you are the one that's there. Elevation is not located in your town and in your community. Yeah. Uh, unless you happen to live in a town where elevation is. <laughs> as then far they as are. Like, yeah. But as far <laughs> as a majority of the listeners today, you probably have a different worst player, different. And so don't wait to get to this next level or this next place or try to, you know, be something you're not, but change the church you're in now. Mm-hmm. So like, you're there for a reason. And you're leading your ministry in this season because you've been called. So know you can make a difference there. So to break out of the fixed mindset is basically to know that where you are can grow. Yeah. Some churches are in communities where job loss has happened over the decades mm-hmm. to where there's hardly anybody left in the community, but somehow the church is still there. And you know those those situations can be kind of depressing, but there's still people out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's still opportunity for like a church to actually grow, like you know, in numbers. But your worship ministry can also grow just by just by what you're doing. So yeah, like so uh, in certain things in my life, I'm definitely a creature of habit. So like this bullet point, I definitely need to read from time to time. Know that you can change. <laughs> you know, I think that you know we get complacent, we get so comfortable in the way things are uh, that we um, that. I don't want to say that we're afraid to change, but it's just like, you know, you're now entering into the unknown. And for me, um, it's, it's like that first step, you know, once Mm -hmm. you take that first step to like trying something new or changing, then it's just like, okay, well, here we go. We're good. You know, like this isn't as bad as I thought. You know, you kind of make it up bigger in your mind than you really thought it was going to be. That's definitely true. 
just your thought there of trying something new. A lot of people have experienced new stuff during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. like just new ways of trying to make things work. We've all experienced that to some degree of knowing that you can change. I mean, Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden everybody's gotten online and bought cameras and bought this and bought that and just all kinds of learning. And if you think back on it in some of our ministry, we've just had those moments a lot. Mm -hmm. And one time I remember both of us got stuck in the same uh, spiel where we got sucked into buying in-ear monitor molded in-ears <laughs> <laughs> up to that point it was like spend $99 to be happy and then all of a sudden you you know take out a loan practically <laughs> and buy these things but yeah. um, anyway that's been a lifesaver I mean like that's like yeah. helped your voice stay good I mean there's a whole yeah. bunch of good things about that so yeah uh, just the practical nature of just saying all right well I'll try this or I'll try that yeah. so that's pretty big <laughs> anyway we can move on to the next one now. yeah number five uh, the point again it says ask the right question the wrong question is, how can we grow? Mm. Well, the right question could be, what is keeping us from growing? So one role of the leader in helping your team become a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset is to remove the barriers to growth. And often these barriers can just be overcome with like small successes or invitations to try something new or really anything to do with, um, you know, just focusing on God's great love for us and how we can express that in worship ministry. We pride ourselves on the fact that we made do or Mm -hmm. like we made it work or we survived. Like we're in a survival mode instead of like a thriving mode. And, um, and so you just want to ask the questions like what kind of things are keeping us from growing and then start removing those barriers and get people excited. That whole like, okay, we just have to make it through this, you know, like the churches are closed or whatever. Now they're reopened or we're closed or, you know, whatever. Like we're just, we just got to survive this. You know, it's like, you know, we weren't made to just survive. I'm about to go into a, a casting crown song and we were made to thrive, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's yep. um, that, that, that kind of dates me a little bit there, I guess. Um, Cause like, you know, who sings that song anymore? Uh, but it's so true, you know, um, you know, we weren't made to just like coast by in this ministry. We were, we were here to like, you know, uh, pour our lives into it and thrive and, and be successful. You know, it's like, um, or it's not even anything that we're doing. It's the Holy spirit moving mm-hmm. through us into these people. But yeah, so yeah, thriving. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So remove the barriers. All right. Number six, the final one, Tim, um, invite people. This is still thinking about worship team ministry and um, shifting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember Rick Warren had a quote once that said, it's easy to grow a church. You just have to get people to show up. Mm. And sometimes just having new people involved will lessen the little problems that you have. Like mm-hmm. if you get some new people going, then you'll lessen some of the little like homegrown, you know, family kind of issues. Yeah. And um, so on a practical level, this basically looks like how are you inviting people to engage in your worship ministry in your church? Mm-hmm. You know, not only inviting your congregation to worship new and in new ways, but also inviting people to actually participate in worship. Who have you talked to this week? Who have you invited to be a part of things? There's been other times too where I've just reached out to somebody and, and seen what they're up to and asked them to sing or participate or, you know, lead. And, um, depending on the setup and the nature of your church and how you're doing that, people are basically waiting for personal invitations to participate. Mm -hmm. And as we do that, it's going to help us grow. And do you need new people in your worship ministry? Well, the answer is 
probably if you do, the answer is definitely to invite them. Mm-hmm. And there's always a place you can find for somebody. Like yeah. there's there's people willing to use their gifts in all kinds of ways. And worship ministry these days has pretty much um, these days it's kind of taken so many branches. I mean, like if you're a photographer, you can be part of worship ministry. Mm-hmm. And if you're a yeah a tech person or a sound person or a video person or uh, you know a graphics creator or a musician or a designer, I mean. There's so many facets. It's not just grab a microphone anymore. I mean, there's almost anybody you find has a gift that can be used for for worship. So one of the goals is to get out of the fixed mindset by including new people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about like um, uh, inviting people. We did a podcast on here a few times ago, uh, 10 10 tips when you're looking for, uh, it's, it's specifically about finding a worship leader, but that can also be used uh, just to finding team members, you know, all those tips. So check that out. Um, but um, you were talking about, we're talking about inviting people here. Um, and uh, one of my f- uh, student ministry friends, Lonnie, he was telling me a story about his church. And, uh, you know, right now we're all online. And in his region where he is, things are kind of like loosening back up and like places are kind of, you know, opening to like you can eat indoors and stuff like that. And his pastor, you know, he, he, he kind of looked out and, 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 you know, made a declaration to the people who are watching online and said, and really like said, Hey, you know, we're taking great precautions. And, um, you know, if you're at home and you're watching this Sunday morning, and if you're a member of our church and you're doing it because, you know, it's comfortable and, and like, that's what, you know, you've been doing for the last year or whatever, or however long they've been, you know, kind of like watching online because it's convenient. Um, he goes, I want to challenge you guys to come to church next week. Um, and he goes, and if you're watching this and, and you have health issues, or if you have a health issue that could arise because of COVID and that's your concern, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who are, you know, just doing it because, you know, it's comfortable just to like roll out of bed, get a cup of coffee and sit in your PJs. He was talking to them. And, uh, my friend Lonnie, he told me that the next week, like that service, which was just about a hundred people was like 175 and just like, just like that, uh, a a quick invite, like instantly. I mean, it's not a worship ministry, but like, that's how powerful a simple invite is, is those people were there watching, but because of a quick invite, now their church, you know, we're made for community is, is back together. So that's super awesome. That is good. So there was a hundred people in there dressed normally. Now there's 175 with half of them in pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'll take it. You know, that's fine. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, so, you know, working with student ministry, we see people dressed all different, different ways, especially in the summertime, you know, at camping ministries and stuff like that. We can retreat. So I think it's all good. So, well, thanks for uh, being a part of this little invitation here. And, and really, some of this growth and fix stuff is probably more personal for me just because I'm constantly in a spot where I'm trying to think about what's next. Like, <laughs> yeah. It just seems like that's the ongoing theme. Yeah. And, um, and for sure, I don't want to be stuck in a place where I only lead and serve from an angle of doing things that I know are going to work or have worked in the past. Mm-hmm. I'd rather look a little bit goofy yeah even though i don't want to say that i don't want to yeah <laughs> it's hard for me to say that i i much would rather try something you know new and and this is the prime season for it mm-hmm. like coming out of this pandemic into a whole new summer whole new everything yeah so that's that's the prayer and that's the hope for everybody that's awesome
Well, hey, everyone, we want to thank you uh, so much for tuning in and listening to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. Uh, We ask a huge invite for you, um, and that's to uh, rate and subscribe to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating and uh, share it with uh, your your worship team or fellow worship leaders that you know, and uh, it's just a great way to get the word out about the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. And if you've already done that, that's super awesome. We want to thank you. Um, You should just jump onto Facebook and look up the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast community, and that is a a group of of fellow worship leaders that is made to help uh, support and um, encourage one another as they are doing ministry together from afar. 